president about how over two decades our focus has had to shift from foreign terror to the threat from within. I think it is very dangerous and I think it is very harmful and it makes us weaker. Um, you know, I've, I have met with and I've had conversations with over 100 foreign heads of state, presidents, prime ministers, chancellors, kings. And, you know, when we as the United States walk into those rooms around the world, we have had the honor and privilege historically of holding our head up as a defender and an example of a great democracy. And that then gives us the legitimacy and the standing to talk about the importance of democratic principles, rule of law, human rights. And one of the things, though, that comes with that privilege is that we hold ourselves out to be a role model, which means the rest of the world, like any role model, watches what we do to see if it matches up with what we say. So you look at everything from the fact that there are 11 people right now running for secretary of state, the keepers of the integrity of the voting system of their state, who are election deniers. You've got... And what's that sending? What message does that send to the world? Well, you couple that with people who hold some of the highest elected offices in our country who, who refuse to condemn an insurrection on January 6th. And I think what it sends is a signal that is that causes people to question, hey, is America still valuing what they talk about, which is the integrity of democracies, which means protecting rule of law and the and, and, and the sanctity of these systems and speaking up when they are attacked. I've also, I think, um, been reminded um, about how important it is uh, to try to deal with extremism of any kind, uh, especially when it uses violence to try to achieve political and ideological uh, goals. So I'm one who thinks that uh, there are lessons still to be learned from what happened to us on 9-11 that we should be very aware of uh, during this time in our country and the world's history. And our country came together in many ways. Um, we defeated the terrorists because of the resilience of the American public, because of our intelligence community. And we are safer, better prepared. Um, the stunning thing to me is here we are 20 years later and the attack on the symbol of our democracy was not coming from terrorists, but it came from literally insurgents attacking the Capitol on January 6th. So I believe we are stronger I believe our intelligence community has performed remarkably. I think the threat of terror has diminished. I think we still have new challenges in terms of nation state challenges, Russia and longer term, a technology competition with China. But I do worry about some of the activity in this country where the election deniers, the insurgency that took place on January 6th, that is something I hope we could see that same kind of unity of spirit. It's not enough to gather and remember each September 11th those we lost more than two decades ago. Because on this day, it is not about the past, it's about the future. We have an obligation, a duty, a responsibility to defend, preserve, and protect our democracy. The very democracy that guarantees the rights of freedom, 
that those terrorists of 9-11 sought to bury in the burning fire and smoke and ash. So we are in a funny position, uh, Dana, because there's a small but very vocal, very powerful, very determined minority uh, who wants to impose their views on all the rest of us. And uh, it's time for everybody, regardless of party, to say, no, that's not who we are as America. Of Homeland Security was formed in the wake of the September 11th attacks. How has it evolved since then to safeguard the U.S. from foreign threats? The um, Jonathan, the threat landscape has evolved considerably over the last 20 years. You know, back when 9-11 occurred in those in those years, we were very focused on the foreign terrorists, the individual who sought to do a severe harm to enter the United States and and do us harm. It then evolved. We began uh, to be more and more concerned about the individual already resident in the United States radicalized by a foreign terrorist ideology. Now um, we are seeing an emerging threat, of course, over the last several years of the domestic violent extremists, the individual here in the United States radicalized to violence by a foreign terrorist ideology, but also an ideology of hate, anti-government sentiment, false narratives propagated on online platforms, even personal grievances. Okay, it's Monday, 12 September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. We're going to go from this absolutely incredible primary race in New Hampshire to out to California. We're going to talk about strategic petroleum reserve prices, all of it. Boris is going to be up to update us on everything that's going on, the Mar-a-Lago situation. But I've got to start with uh, Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene, MTG. She joins us. Congressman, I noticed, and I, I thank you for changing your schedule and joining us today. We got Caroline Levitt. It's, going to, it's on deck that because uh, I saw your 20 uh, tweet stream today, you know, we had the red sermon that defiled and desecrated the Independence Hall uh, t- a couple weeks ago. And now to see the defilement and desecration of Ground Zero and of the whole memory of 9-11 to, con- to basically say from Senator Warner to Hillary Clinton to Mayorkas to Biden to Harris, say hey, we don't need to worry about radical jihad because the problem that faces the country is domestic terrorism to 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 essentially take one of the most solemn days in not just the calendar but in American history and defile it like they did. Give me your assessment, please, ma'am. Absolutely, Steve. Well, we also have to remember that the same courts and judges that are on the verge of not handing the masterminds of 9-11 a death sentence, which these people absolutely deserve a death sentence, are the same courts and judges who are persecuting people all in the name of politics. They have weaponized the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the court. And these judges are, are handing down unbelievable sentences on people who walked in the Capitol on January 6th. Now, here's the difference in the thread of, of people being interviewed from our Vice President Kamala Harris to Hillary Clinton and others. These are the same people that cheered on and funded BLM riots. Kamala Harris even promoting a bail bond link to bail out criminal rioters that were destroying the American city streets and communities and burning them down. Also, the same rioters that attacked the White House, so President Trump had to be swept to safety. They are the extremists. The Democrats are the party of extremism. And that's why I put out that long thread today, because geo messaging needs to be on point. 
And we need candidates to use this messaging and Republicans all over the country to take what I define 20 thread today, defining the difference between Democrat ideology and policy that support radical extremism, that forgive BLM and anti rioters, but are persecuting J6ers, the same policies that promote big government Marxism and America last globalism, the same policies that are that are that are protecting medical scientific experimentation on children and promoting an industry that wants to give mastectomies, hysterectomies, hysterectomies castration to kids, to kids, and, and a woke union controlled educational system in America, which has led our education system to failure and taking away rights from parents. That's the Democrat part. They are the party of extremism. They are the party that is responsible for high, high rate crime, murder, uh, gun control, a border that's out of control, inflation that will not stop. This is the party that's going to plunge us into darkness because they are promoting their, their taxpayer-funded green energy scams and destroying fossil fuel energies. But Republicans are 1,000% all for freedom and for stopping the tyranny of the Democrat Party. I want people to take that threat. I want them and I want Republicans to win because the American people need to know who the real extremists are, and that is the Democrat. Why is why do I have to go to your thread to see this is the best counter argument? I mean, it's a referendum of Democrats. I get that. But people have to know, particularly independents and Democrats, what am I buying into? Why do I have to go to MTG's thread to get that, ma'am? Why is that, why is that not messaged everywhere? I, I don't know, but I hope they take the message. I hope they copy it. I don't care if they steal it. I want the Republican Party, the GOP messaging, thinking that they're going to win races based on inflation and gas prices is an absolute fault, and, and it's a bad narrative. Gas prices are going down. They're under $3 in a lot of states. That's because Democrats aren't stupid. They know they have to be able to lower gas prices any way they can going into November. And inflation, unfortunately, isn't high enough that hurting people yet. It's high. It's going to keep going up. But that's not what it's going to drive people to poll. The American people are fed up the woke ideology communist nature of the Democrat Party. Knowing the truth about them is what's going to drive them to vote, but they have to understand who Republicans are. We have to outline what we think for the policy that we present, how it will help people's jobs, businesses, their kids' future, their children's education, their ability to have free footage, not only in the workplace, but on social media and in the town square. See, we have to define that. So I did that today because I'm tired of it not defined. And I hope Republican candidates everywhere use it. I hope the GOP takes it and uses it. We need to produce ads about it, print, um, put it every single place we can, Steve, because this is what the American people want. This is what Republicans stand for. Uh, so walk me through, this is a comprehensive kind of look at, uh, at, at what, you know, how Republicans and MAGA Republicans and conservative Republicans look at things differently than these left-wing Democrats. And you kind of go through chapter and verse. Here's what I don't get, because we're going to have Dave Walsh on here in a moment, an energy expert who's going to tell you that, uh, you know, exactly what you said. They've pumped the strategic petroleum reserve to as low as 1984 and also had to do everything about your personal life to draw, have a drop in aggregate demand to get the gasoline prices below four bucks to get it below three bucks as they can because they understand that's a tripwire. 
But all these things are inflation. It's horrible. What they've done in the economy is terrible. But there's a broader palette than that to paint on. Why does it take Marjorie Taylor Greene once again to be at the forefront to, to, to push this, the real message that the American people need to hear, particularly independents and Democrats and people who don't pay attention to politics that closely? Well, Steve, it's because you and I are cut from the same closet. We know how to walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. We aren't, we aren't bought and paid for by the swamp, and we aren't here to tell the truth. And the reason why I felt that needed to be defined today is because I wasn't seeing anyone else do it. And I wasn't seeing anyone else do it in such a simple way. 23, 20 tweets, so easy. And it outlines what Republicans stand for. We're not going to allow them to label us extremists when we know, as for a matter of fact, Democrats are the extremists. And they are the party that every single American should be afraid of. They're the party of identity politics, driving a wedge between all Americans. They're the party of lies. They say one thing out one side of their mouth, they, then they do something completely different out the other side of their mouth. This is the party that they want to win in November, and then yeah. they are going to turn up the dial and it's going to hurt every single American from your job, the economy, border, crime, and especially the energy sector. We seriously are in big trouble with energy. MTG, hang on for one second. We're bringing Caroline Levitt because what's happening in, in New Hampshire is really the difference between this kind of the establishment perspective versus someone who's really met with the people and what's on their mind. Caroline, uh, we would like to hold you through the break. We get about 90 seconds. Walk us through how your race breaks out, particularly about this messaging and action, what you will do versus what your opponent will do. Yeah, exactly. Well, hello, Congressman, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Great to see you. I'm waiting on your good friend Lauren Bovert to join me in the district tonight with Byron Donald. We're doing a big rally, Second Amendment rally tonight. The difference between me and my establishment handpick opponent is very clear. Steve, I take positions on the issues that I feel are best for the people of my home district of New Hampshire. For instance, my establishment puppet opponent, Matt Mowers, who's bought and paid for $6 million now by Kevin McCarthy and his PACs to smear me and my family over the last couple of weeks. He can't say whether he would have voted for the funding to Ukraine, the $54 billion that Congress stole from we the people from taxpayers. I said I would not have voted for those bills if I were in Congress. It's my job to put the people of New Hampshire first. I've taken very clear positions on the campaign trail and it'll be no different when I'm elected. Caroline, just hang on one second. We're in return. We got Congressman MTG. We have Caroline Levitt, who's in a dogfight in a primary, coming down to the wire. All next. Where? In the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. One of the reasons that Caroline Levitt has been able to draw to a dead heat, uh, maybe even up, uh, with having $6 million dropped on her head, right, and still fight through that with, uh, with really a grassroots um, organization and campaign is because she's cut from the same cloth as MTG and Lauren Boebert and others who are there to represent the people. And they understand sometimes it's going to be tough. That's called a fight, right? To take our country back and save it. Politics is a very dirty business. When people come to me, I say, Hey, be prepared. Particularly people coming from like MTG was a CEO of a construction company. I know people that are coming from uh, other businesses and profession. I say, Hey, look, this is, you're not, you're, you're not prepared for what's going to happen to you. I've seen a lot of stuff, but Caroline, you got to help me out here. I've just seen something that's happened in the last couple of hours. Your opponent has taken an old endorsement from a race years ago with President Trump. And is his campaign staffer, is he texted this out and pretending like it's a, it's a new uh, endorsement for today's race? Am I hearing that correctly and reading that correctly, ma'am? Yes, that's exactly what's happening. A supporter of mine just sent me a screenshot of the text message that Matt Maurer's campaign paid for and sent out to voters across this district claiming he's the only true Trump Republican running in this race when that's absolutely false. That's not true at all. He's using a past statement from President Trump. So he's manipulating our for- my former boss, President Trump's words from years ago to lie to voters. This is exactly what the swamp creatures do. They lie to vo- voters. They manipulate them. This is the same guy that put the same thing on a piece of mailer a couple of weeks ago as well, Steve. He put Trump's endorsement from a past race on a mailer, sent it to people across New Hampshire to try and make it seem like he's the only America first candidate in the race when he's actually America last. This is a guy who was the chief of staff to Dr. Deborah Burks, worked with Dr. Fauci to shut down our country, close our businesses and our schools. This is also the same guy who was a longtime political operative hack for Governor Chris Christie. And he only moved to New Hampshire to run for this office. And now that I'm on his tail exposing him for his swamp creature ties and the fact that he's bought and paid for by Kevin McCarthy and the establishment, He's trying to use these fake tactics to trick voters into believing that he's the only candidate running in tomorrow's primary. But voters in New Hampshire are very smart. They know that the $6 million in smear tactics and lies about me and my family, and now this latest lie at the last final hour here, it's not going to work. We are flooding the polls tomorrow, Steve. I have my whole team getting out the vote, friends, family, texting, calling. If you're in the first district in New Hampshire, don't let the swamp buy this seat. You need to go vote tomorrow and bring 10, 20 friends with you. Let's win this thing. Uh, real quickly, walk us through what's going to happen tonight. How do people get there? How do people get to your site to follow you? I know all day tomorrow you're going to be all throughout the district. So how do people get there and where are they supposed to go? 
Yes, please go follow me on my website, which is carolineforcongress.com, Caroline with a K. I'm on Twitter, Getter, Truth Social, Facebook, Instagram. Check it out, K Levitt, New Hampshire. It's Caroline with a K. I need all of the support we can get. Go hype us up on social media, chip in a few bucks if you can. Most importantly, if you're in New Hampshire or know someone in New Hampshire, the time is now to get out the vote. We have 24 hours basically until polls are, are going to be closing. So I'm so proud and, and just excited about this race and the support we've earned from the people. I'm about to hop off, go do a rally with Lauren Boebert and Byron Donald. Very grateful for their support. Jim Jordan as well. We have so many fighters on our team, and we're going to win. The, the people are winning across this country, Steve, as you know. Caroline Levitt, honored to have you on here. Uh, good luck. Run through the tape and fight on, man. Thank you. MTG, Congressman Green, you've seen that kind of dirty pull, right? You've seen this all the time, particularly the, the, the fire breathers uh, like yourself that step up and, uh, and, and say, hey, look, we just can't sit that we have to be a real alternative. We just can't be a lighter version of what they are. And that's kind of what's happened. And, and I realize when you do that, you're going to be attacked. I mean, you've been personally attacked. You have to have security now. There's physical threats. You've been swatted, which basically they want death by cop. It's not easy. It's much easier to play the game. If you play the game, life is pretty easy in D.C. It's a city with tons of cash, great restaurants. It's a beautiful city. So if you play the game, it's easy living. If you don't play the game, you're threatened every day. Uh, they're coming after you, your business, your reputation, everything. Uh, just talk to people a, a second what that means. What is, it, what is it like to actually fight and say, hey, look, we're in a fight for our country. And you saw it yesterday. That's why I played the cold open twice. I played this morning and people couldn't believe it. I said, no, we're going to play this again to see that they're sitting there. A senator says he equates January 6th to 9-11. This is their mentality. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, there's no difference uh, there. I mean, there's there's it's night day between January 6th and September 11th. Which is horrific. But really what what Carolyn is going through is exactly um, just the beginning for her. I hope she wins tomorrow. I hope we get out and vote for her. But her opponent cannot issue an old enforcement like that. Push it around like it's something new. That's very dishonest and dirty. And I hope the voters there in New Hampshire um, can find out before it's late. That they're doing that they're using president trump's name that way and but he will be very upset when he finds that out he doesn't like his endorsement when when it's not there but no this is something that goes on steve all the time they, they attack me they attack my integrity they attack my character and they would love nothing more than to see me dead and that's the real truth of, of the left is they are extreme they are violent and they have no boundaries and no moral lines. They cross every single one of them. Uh, unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi and her sergeant in arms will not issue me security. We have to pay for it myself. We have to spend a lot of extra money on attorneys defending me for crazy lawsuits like the one trying to take my name off the ballot. Um, so I always appreciate everyone's support at mtg4america.com. mtg4america.com. It really helps me to be able to to afford the ability to keep myself safe and my family safe and to keep fighting, most of all, fighting. And um, to Caroline, I hope she runs through the finish line tomorrow. I know she'll do a great job, and I look forward to seeing the results of that race in New Hampshire. And also, by the way, there's no bottom to these people. What they did yesterday to desecrate, after desecrating Independence Hall, now desecrate 9-11 and Mallorcas, who we're going to impeach, 
uh, goes right up, you know, goes right to 9-11 itself and talks about domestic terrorism being a bigger threat than radical jihad. At the same time, they're negotiating essentially no death, you know, to, to cut deals with the five worst guys that are still at Gitmo to let them walk. Uh, Congressman Green, I'm having Dave Walsh on because you're the first one to mention this. What are you going to – there's proof out there. Now, they're actually admitting it. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve is at its lowest level since 1984 because they used the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to bring down the price of gasoline uh, and oil because of their policies. W- what is MTG prepared to do about that, ma'am? Well, I'm so disgusted with it. You know, Steve, what they'll do, it's all for votes on November 8th. They've got to bring the gap, the price gas low so people aren't concerned that they think things are getting better. But in reality, they are depleting our Strategic Petroleum Reserves which is putting our nation at risk and in big danger. That is our national security. And no president of the United States should ever endanger Americans' national security. But the Democrats don't care about oil. They'd love to sell out every single ounce of it because they're driving the Green New Deal, which is going to plunge America into darkness. And that will lead to death and and all kinds of issues across America. We simply cannot exist on on solar and wind energy at this time. The technology is not, not there. And there's no reason to destroy fossil fuels. And because of that, Steve, it's such a dangerous threat. No president should be doing that. Um, I have articles prepared on Joe Biden, and we're looking at introducing those possibly as early this week. You're saying actual another article of impeachment on Joe Biden for what he's done to the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Absolutely, Steve. See, I think the Republicans need fearless and bold. He should impeach. Each a president that put danger, put all of America in danger like this for depleting and draining our strategic petroleum reserves. Selling our reserves to countries like China and other foreign countries is unacceptable and unforgivable. And because of that, Joe Biden and Republicans need to get to the game and push hard to make this happen. We cannot survive a Joe Biden president for years, let alone God knows well they'll put in place um if they were to win another four after that uh mtg we've put up your 20 uh tweet thread how do people get to you and particularly your sas pack when you back other candidates how do they get to your site to support you and how they get to and find out more about you and how they get to your sas site which is to support other candidates thank you uh sas pack s-a-s-s-a-c.com sas pack.com is your support other candidates to support me to get to get any type of type of merchandise to help me fight, go to mtg4america.com. mtg4america.com. Steve, thank you so much for putting that tweet thread up. I hope every Republican across the country it and uses the messaging to tell Americans who the real extremists are. That's the Democrats, and define what the Republican Party stands for. We need every single American to know because this election is too important on November eighth. Thank you very much. We're pushing it out hard, hard, all 20 tweets of the thread. Thank you very much, MTG. That's a fighter. I want to bring in Dave Walsh. Dave, we've got about a minute, and then we're going to bring you back through the break. Is, is Congressman Green right? What, how did the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, sir, get down to 1984 levels? How did that happen? Well, the, the president announced the releases beginning in uh, April for six months in a row that have taken us down now to the lowest level since uh, December of 1984. He inherited about 640 million barrels in, in, in the uh, reserve. We're down to 450, 190 million barrels down. And we continue through the end of September, a million barrels a day. This has had 
no impact on global pricing. Global demand is 102 million barrels a day. We issue a million barrels a day, and we've discovered on the show that some of this is going abroad. So we're trying to drive down a, a global price of 102 million barrels with a million barrel a day. Demand destruction has brought the price up. This hasn't worked. Hang over a second. Dave Walsh is going to join us. Laurie Mills, Boris Epstein, all next in the world. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Sleep the sleep of the just on a percal sheet from MyPillow.com. Go there right now, $29.98. Also, you can upgrade, right, all the way across. But this is a sheet that's unbelievable. Just don't get it for the kids going to college. Make sure you get a couple for yourself. I tell you, you're not going to get many hours of sleep if you're men in the ramparts at the war room but you got to make sure every second counts per kale sheets is the way to do it i've fallen in love with them so it's got the strongest personal recommendation from your humble servant make sure you go to mypillow.com promo code war room to check it out today I want to go back to dave walsh mtg sitting there she's going to bring up articles of impeachment on him she says this is outrageous but she also talks about this fantasy of solar and wind as good as they may be in concept, in the actual practicality of trying to run a major industrial economy, and you're seeing this out in California, is MTG correct? Is one of the reasons we got a problem here is that Biden, even in all this, you know, whether it's the infrastructure bill or the Build Back Better, all of this money is going to kind of early stage venture capital to support or bail out their buddies in wind and solar. And is California an object lesson on how that's a fool's errand, Dave Walsh? California, Colorado, 40% renewables in their mix, and Texas, 27% wind and its power, power mix. California, 37% solar. Southern Cal is a perfect object lesson. Solar, solar concentration diminishes to zero at about 4 p.m. That's exactly when the California spike of demand kicks into high gear. Folks get home off the freeways, appliances on, 
air conditioning on, full load, and therefore you need a 24-hour-a-day source of electricity. They had nuclear, they had Palo Seco, they had the Songs plant shut down 3,000 megawatts, introduced some gas to replace those, but largely the importation of uh, Nevada and Arizona, New Mexico solar, which is a, a, an eight-hour-a-day phenomenon out there and unpredictable at that, but ends at 4 p.m. So they've got a massive shortage because of the lack of continuous duty dispatchable electricity, which is visiting now Colorado, has visited Texas regularly, because, again, the basis of the continuous duty uh, plants is simply not there. Cal Texas has only 8.6% reserve margins. California, negative 25% within the state because of lack of willingness to build baseload continuous duty power plants, deeming that because they're dirty, we don't want them. Coal, nuclear. Off the, off the table in California for 25 years, and now even gas has been under attack, permits to build gas plants the last four years. So you've got this massive quantity of renewables that are massively intermittent. They don't work. They don't work. And there's no technology on the horizon to take care of the intermittency of them. The fact that solar is a 19% of the time thing and wind a 38% of the time thing. This is what I understand is why no one says, Boris Johnson, when he's leaving being the Tories, and you're the first guy to talk about it. Their bills are going to go up, I think, by factor of four or five by next spring. First time it was, it was on this show when you brought it out. He sat in front of the people when he's leaving and calling himself Cincinnati. It's like, hey, I'm going back to the plow, but I'm always available. He said by 2035, 50% of total energy production in the United Kingdom, Dave Walsh, 50% will be by wind. Is that a dangerous fan. That's a, is that a fantasy? It, it, yes or no? It, it's, it's a fantasy and it's a complete disaster because again, if that, that actually enhances the, the, the necessity of gas to back that up in the periods of time it's intermittent. And when it's not there at all, all that you've got to back that up is more gas needed. But secondly, you, you think about it, you've got a power source in a small geographic area where the wind is prevalent across England. Most of at the same times, only available 37% of the time. What about the reciprocal? What about the 63% of the time that it's not there for you? So you need the whole base system to exist with that on top of it for that to work at all at tremendous cost to the English ratepayers. It, it makes no sense at all. It's technically not feasible. Storage, storage globally is about 1.5% of total renewables output, battery storage, because it's so expensive and it consumes so much land. So battery storage isn't even on the radar screen as a fungible backup for this stuff. Okay. The only thing that is is open cycle gas turbines, and you need a lot of them. You, you got blackouts now up in up in up in uh, Silicon Valley. You've got Newsom talking every day. You got to unplug all your electrical equipment. You got to do nothing but uh, you know change demand destruction, change your lifestyle radically, which we're all for conservation. But this is what they're all banking on. You've got Colorado Tech. Have you seen anything? Because I don't want to unfairly, you know, smear them. Have you seen anything coming out of Biden on any type of budget, any type of appropriations, anything? The, the $3 trillion has been passed for the American recovery or the infrastructure bill or the uh, or the build back a better mini bill over $3 trillion of off the book spending. Have you seen anything that's going to alleviate the energy crisis for middle Americans and working class Americans? Um, sir? I, I'll be fair. You rarely have positives, but th there are a couple, and it's not from the administration. Newsom and Whitmer, believe it or not, 
pushing Whitmer to reopen the Palisades nuclear plant in Michigan, and Newsom actually to keep Diablo Canyon open, nuclear plant, a couple thousand megawatts for five years. That, un unbelievably, we have to give credit where credit is due. Those things must happen. Baseload continuous duty facilities. The administration, no. But, hold on, but hang on, but hang on, but hang on. Did they, does Whitmer and Newsom have any option? If they don't do that, will the economies no collapse? No, they no, have they're, no they're option. So, I mean, yeah, they did. Their, their nose is at the wall. It's about they didn't get bloody. They have no option. But the administration standpoint, Yellen spoke eloquently last week. Once again, we will rid ourselves of the dependence on fossil fuels. Do you know where they're coming from? That's the end of their positioning. They've, they've doubled down on this, been very consistent on it. And no, the administration at its level is doing is doing nothing to add to the fuel supply or energy supply for the country meaningfully. Except Dave, how, how do people how do people get to you? How do people get to you on uh, on Getter? Because you're putting up stuff on on your uh, on your site all day long on your feed. At Dave Walsh Energy on Getter. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Dave, fantastic. You can go ahead and take that phone call. Probably, probably Nigel Farage trying to book you. Another producer trying to book you on a show. Dave Walsh has been amazing. Let's go to Boris. Uh, Boris, first off, the, the, the mainstream media was in full meltdown today. President Trump flew into Dulles overnight. You now can reveal it's to play golf with the sun and check out and make sure that, was it Trump National, that beautiful course on the south side of the Potomac out by the battlefields, uh, that, the green, that the green superintendent has been on top of his game? Is that, was that the big secret is that the big secret going back to that, that vapor it was lock the blue check? Secret. Honor to be with you. Honor to be with the with the posse. And uh, I will. I could tell you, um, uh, you know, from from a good source. Let's put it this way: that the course is in great shape. And uh, as with President Trump's every property, uh, Trump National Washington D.C. is beautiful and thriving. And by the way, it's right there on the on the Potomac. I believe it's the only private property of its size on the Potomac. Uh, you know, uh, on that side of Washington D.C., it is absolutely gorgeous, as you well know. No, it's a, it's 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 a stunning, stunning venue. Uh, Boris, today another filing. Walk us through because this filing, uh, you guys hit him with both barrels. The judge has already hit him in her rulings, but you guys unsheathed the can the cannons today. Unsheathed the guns. Tell us what happened. Steve, well, I also want to point out something about, you know, the, all the rumors uh, and, and the craziness yesterday about the president coming to, uh, to Dulles, coming to Virginia. You know, the mainstream media loves to, to denigrate MAGA and talk about conspiracy theory this and talk about, you know, how MAGA is a bunch of kooks. But they get one inkling of information. Next thing you know, they're writing about what kind of, you know, what, what kind of jacket the president's wearing, what kind of shoes he's got on. And, they're, you know, and, and they're, they've got their... They've got, you know, the tinfoil hats on from here to Timbuktu. So, you know, all the talk about QAnon, I think blowing on, and not just blowing on among, you know, the, the Twitter forces, but literally mainstream media who are in the innuendo and guessing game is absolutely ludicrous, and they should be embarrassed themselves for about just only about the millionth time. No, it was, it was humiliating. I mean, to hear him go off and the, to know what was going to take place. Talk to us about the filing this morning, and, and now it looks like the president's team is, uh, you guys are on offense all the time. No doubt. Well, so this was a response, Steve, to the, the motion by the DOJ for the judge to reconsider her own ruling, really sort of a, a desperate motion by them as they also tried to go and appeal up to the 11th Circuit. And, you know, the President Trump and his team today, it was a, it, it was a powerful response. The first line is that the investigation of the 45th president is both, uh, is, is both um, misguided 
uh, and unprecedented, unprecedented and misguided. And even the New York Times printed that line. And then this investigation of the 45th president is both unprecedented and misguided. And then went chapter and verse over how this was a general warrant, how the president has the right to declassify, how the PRA, the Presidential Records Act, holds here and has no enforcement mechanism whatsoever. And there was full cooperation between President Trump and uh, all the relevant agencies. So you saw that today. And, you know, here's the, here's the question, right? This is all still about the special master, right? The DOJ is begging uh, Judge, Judge Cannon to reverse herself regarding the special master. Here's the question. What are they afraid of? And this was the point was made in the filing. Shouldn't they want to add legitimacy to this investigation? Shouldn't they want to add public trust to whatever it is, you know, the, uh, the witch hunt they're undertaking? Uh, but they seem, they seem to not care about those points because they're so obsessed, Steve, with preventing judicial guidance and judicial oversight over their own actions. So, uh, you know, it'd be very interesting to see, uh, you know, where this goes from here. But, uh, you know, if, if I were on the, on the side of the DOJ, which I absolutely am not, uh, you know, the thought would be, well, let's add some legitimacy. Let's add strength. Let's ask for a, they should have consented to the special master. But no, that's not what they did. It, just like they didn't continue discussions with President Trump and his team, like they didn't engage in what the Presidential Records Act actually calls for, which is a negotiation. There's only one side here, which is in, uh, in violation of the PRA, and that is the government, because there was absolutely no allowance under the PRA to raid and break in to a president's home. Unprecedented, unnecessary, and very much misguided. Look, you've had the collapse of the show trial. The show trial kind of ended with a whimper instead of a bang, right? So the little Jamie Rass and the guys, particularly the humiliation of uh, of Liz of Liz Cheney out in Wyoming, that kind of took the steam out. The uh, this the raid and ransacking of Mar-a-Lago clearly. This is going to take years to work out, right? As you guys are now into a, a court with real venue and oversight, and they're saying, hey, we don't trust these guys. But here over the weekend, you got to help me with this. I know you're, you're a guy who does not like taking personal shots at people, but you got Chris Christie and Bill Barr and all these kind of Republican guys, and, and, you know, former DOJ or DOJ guys, are, and they're saying, oh, the lawyers are all messed up and they're all going to go to jail. What is going on with the Republican establishment's legal, you know, the guys that are, are just after Trump? What, what, what is their problem, sir? The problem is that the establishment still can't get over the fact that President Trump beat them in 2016, and he's leading them by miles in the run-up to 2024. And the, and the Republican Party has left them aside, tossed them to the side, and the Republican Party is not the MAGA party. It's the MAGA movement. That is what we have in this country. It's a MAGA movement that's now at least two-thirds of the country and growing more because the country is disgusted by this raid, disgusted by the break, and disgusted by the, by the lawlessness and the weaponization of law enforcement and targeting of, of, of political adversaries. That's unprecedented. What, what is happening in this country is absolutely unprecedented. It's worrying, and it is very deeply third-world nation-esque. Uh, Boris, how do people get to you now more than ever, your social media and your, uh, your morning newsletter? Steve, no doubt about it. We're coming in hot on the website, BorisCP.com, hot on BorisCP.com, hot on Getter at BorisCP, on Twitter at BorisCP, very hot on Truth Social uh, at Boris, on at Boris, and the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong, God bless, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, and I'm glad that your certain source told us that the Greens out there at uh, Trump National on the south bank of the Potomac out near the battlefield. So it's in good shape. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to go to California, another fighter. And this is a perfect example of getting engaged and getting involved in the precinct strategy. Lori Mills running for the California Assembly next in the war room. 
arrived the new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now Okay, welcome back. Uh, General Douglas MacArthur, when he was relieved for cause and came back and addressed Congress, uh, you know, he went to West Point, gave the famous speech. He also gave his final uh, farewell to Congress. And he said there, particularly about indecision, about indecision when you're dealing with conflict. Remember, it was Biden that declared war. He says a declaration of war on MAGA and uh, on the deplorables and on two-thirds of the country. There is, as General MacArthur said, there is no substitute for victory. Everything, if you want to stop all the madness, everything we show on the show all day long, and at six o'clock, you're even going to get more of it. If you want to stop the madness, it's quite simple. You have to defeat it at the ballot box. And that's what November 8th is about. So let's not lose a sense of purpose. The only way we're going to do that, we're never going to have enough money, right? We're always going to be outspent by these people. What you have to do is at grassroots level, everybody has to put their shoulder to the wheel. Make sure you go to precinctstrategy.com right now. All of this is free. You don't need to write a check. You don't need to be a donor. You don't need anything. What you need is your own spirit and will and sense of purpose. Whatever your talent is, go to precinctstrategy.com. You can find it there. Hey, you can get engaged. You can come uh, other sites. You can come poll workers, election judges, everything. But what it takes is a commitment of the individual. That's the only way we're going to save our country. So precinct strategy part of Mike uh, Flynn, General Flynn was on here on Saturday and said he's now a precinct committeeman. He's now on the executive committee at Sarasota. We're going to play some of the cuts from that tomorrow on the show. I want to bring in Lori Mills from California. She's running a California Assembly 42 and putting up a hell of a fight since it's out, I think, now in Politico, California. They're, they're dumping money into her opponent. Lori, how did you come about to be running for the California Assembly, ma'am? Well, in all honesty, Steve, it was a process for me. It started during the unconstitutional emergency order and lockdown where I caught a segment of my son's English class. The teacher was having the kids read congressional testimony by Democrats, implying Republicans were racist. When the schools opened up again, I went into their library. It looked like a left-wing activist center. I got that library changed. Then there was the redistricting. After the redistricting, I read Jackie Irwin's voting record, and I was shocked. It was extreme. She voted to let violent criminals out of jail. She voted to lower penalties for adults to have sex with kids. And it took me a little while, but I stood back, uh, talked to my family about it, walked away from my business, and now I'm the Republican nominee for State Assembly District 42. How is it, I, it every day is a struggle? I know they're trying to attack you. They never want to debate the issues. They want politics or personal destruction. What would you tell the audience about getting engaged? I mean, you're in an elective office. You've won a primary. You're in the fight of your life right now. But for everybody else, yeah. talk to them about actually getting engaged. That first time when you say, hey, look, I saw what they're saying to my kids, and I'm not going to tolerate anymore. I walked into the, into the library and for little kids, and it looks like a porn shop. Right. I'm not going to tolerate this more. What is it about activism? What is it about saying I'm not going to take this anymore? I have to do something. 
Well, you know, luckily for me, I am a member of your posse. And I did see Dan Schultz on your show. And I did become a committee woman in the GOP before I decided to run for office. I don't care who you are. Get involved in your school board. Run for city council. I can tell you here in Southern California, we're in a battle for our entire state. And everything that happens here goes nationwide. You know, the mayor of Malibu just endorsed me because they don't like people running around their beaches waving machetes. Uh, it's time for action. Time for the citizens to take this country back. And, you know, my son right now is two weeks away from the crucible. So every time I'm in a fight, I'm thinking what my kid's going through in boot camp, and I'm ready to lose all for this country. Lori, I want to also give the, one of the reasons it's so important, these, and by the way, state legislatures, these assemblies, you know, Gavin Newsom, after November 8th, is going to be the, I think he's going to be the leading candidate for the Democratic nomination in 2024. He's going to try to bring the California model to America. Warn people right now throughout the rest of the country what that's going to mean. Uh, you know, it's horrifying. For one, we just had on the ballot in June that the people of California voted not to stop drilling oil here in Amer in uh, California. Gavin Newsom has overridden the vote of the people, and he wants to shut down all oil production in California. They're also now trapping children from out of state for gender surgery. What's going on in California is pure evil. And I'm telling all of you right now, do not trust this man. He, he doesn't care about you. He cares about himself. He cares about his lobbyists, and he cares about filling his own pockets. Laurie, how do people find you on social media and particularly how do they get to your campaign and find out particularly how somebody came from a, just a, a concerned school mom to a precinct commitment or all of a sudden the Republican nominee in California 42 running for the assembly? Uh, you can visit my website and I do need your help. Um, it is Lori Mills, the number four stateassembly.com. Again, Lori Mills, the number four stateassembly.com. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, through social and getter. And uh, my opponent's funded completely by special interest, Planned Parenthood. I am 100% grassroots. If every one of the posse gives me $25, we're going to bury her. Laurie Mills, thank you for coming on. Thank you for volunteering. And thank you for being the tip of the spear. Thank you, sir, for your work. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. I got the easiest job in the world. By the way, it's six o'clock. So next hour, John Tamney of Real Clear Markets, the editor of Real Clear Markets, joins us. Uh, Biden put out his economic plan last week. We're going to take it apart brick by brick. We've also got other guests. Stories you're not going to believe. There's a uh, school teacher in a Christian school in Ireland. He's in prison today. Why is he in prison? Because he refuses to, f to go along with this pronoun situation. He's standing up for his faith. He's standing up for his students. You're going to see it all in the next hour of the war room. And I want to tell you once again, this all comes down to you. It doesn't come down to Trump. It doesn't come down to Tucker or Bannon or anybody. It comes down to you. If you put your shoulder to the wheel, we will be all victorious on the evening of November 8th. Okay, stick around. We've got another entire hour of the war room jam-packed in a moment, including John Tamney, the editor of Real Clear Markets. Be back in a moment. 
War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 